Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. What if comparing car insurance rates was as easy as putting on your favorite podcast? With Progressive, it is. Just visit the Progressive website to quote with all the coverages you want. You'll see Progressive's direct rate, then their tool will provide options from other companies so you can compare. All you need to do is choose the rate and coverage you like. Quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Comparison rates not available in all states or situations. Prices vary based on how you buy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Previously on Dungeons and Dragons. Flint was staring down the horde of zombies having just killed Nergoth Bladelord. Are they running or shambling? They're, uh, they're, they're not slow, but they're definitely not running. I don't know what that means. Guys, we've got three options. Zombie horde, don't know, more drakes. Or do you guys just want to run? Let's fucking run. You all begin to book it. Nulara, you make room. As you carry forward, you see members of the cult of the dragon that you are now charging towards. Guys, we just need to keep them busy till our horde of zombies is here to help us. You four pile through them, knocking them to the side. Nulara, you turn to see the eyes of a dragon looking right at you. As you clear the hallway, lightning comes down the hallway and strikes the remaining cultists. I think we just want to keep heading, like, deeper towards the center. Flint, as you and Nulara move the last boulder, you realize that the light source is coming from a monstrous building. Screams and roars come from over the edges as another blare of the Dracorn sounds. And you are looking at the Temple of Tiamat. Welcome to Dungeons and Dragons. We're a D&D 5th edition actual play podcast, and I'm your Dungeon Master, Russ Moore. And with me today is Amy Moore. I'm Amy Moore. I play Thea Amastasia. And the thing that bugs me the most is when I step in a puddle with socks on. Nothing enrages me more. I feel like that was pointed. Also with me, Carla Johnson. I am Carla Johnson. I play new Laura Moonbrook. I I just try not to let the like petty bothers of day-to-day life like really get me down, you know, and try to like just stay really positive all the time. So for Carla. <laughs> That's for you. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's not true. I get irritated about everything all the time, but I just wanted to tease Amy because I love her. And Tom Laird. Yeah, that's me. I play Flint Firebeard, and I'm straight up 100% with Amy on this one. Let's get into it. Puddles on the floor, socks, fuck. Just the worst. See, Paisley's on. She agrees. What's up? This is our new podcast called What Did You Step In? (laughs) (laughs) Each week, we delve into what we stepped in this week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I stepped in a lot of snow yesterday because I hiked up to Heart Lake. And let me tell oh. you, there's a lot of snow up there. Mm, fair enough. So there's that. Uh, I, um... Russ was just <laughs> Russ kidding, like, but now we're No, doing guys, it. I didn't really want to. <laughs> I stepped onto a baseball field. Oh. I didn't step into it, but I stepped onto it. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. We had an informal softball practice. 
You know what? Sexy pitches back at. That's right. Cut off our our stepped in podcast here. And if you want more of this stepped in podcast, you got to visit us over on Patreon, where we might talk about what we stepped in in one of the goo gangs. So look forward to that coming up, everybody. Whenever that is. Uh, but patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast. You can uh, come over there and check out what we've got going on. And that what we've got going on is a great community that you can be part of for uh, anywhere from a dollar up a month. You can get some great bonus rewards and tiers. No, great rewards, bonus content at different tiers. There it is. That was a struggle. You you got there, though. Good for you. It was tough. Sorry. Sorry, everybody. Uh, We also dedicate an episode to a patron. And today's patron is Devin Michaels. Hey, thanks, Devin. Hey, thanks, Devin. Devin, you're the best. Thank you, Devin. Two first names again. First names again. Yeah. Because... Sometimes it like happened we had right. a previous yeah, patron who has two first names, like a first right. name for a last yeah. name. You know, all those people named Michaels has a first name. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How many people do you well, know almost, named Michaels? Almost. So close. I mean, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all I have to say. That's that's my whole defense. So close. It's... You told so me like Mario there for a second. I was so close. It's a me. I'm so close. Oh, that's good. And yeah, Off you were so start close. Here. So patreon.com slash dumb dragon cast. So close. So close. <laughs> Can this episode be called So Close? I guess it depends how it turns out. It depends. We di- we die this episode. It's called so close. close. <laughs> Almost made it to TMF. Almost. Uh, new house rule. I think if anyone rolls like a crit fail, they have to immediately say so close. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, at least today. At least yes. Today. At least today's session. Oh, well, obviously. No, no, no. After we kill today, we can't yeah. even remember. How to play the game from week to week. We certainly can't remember jokes from week to week. Uh, speaking of which, fuck it, let's play D&D. Okay. Right. You four step out of this caved-in entryway into the caldera of the Well of the Dragons. You look and you see over the rubble ahead of you the peak of twisting cornices reaching up of the five towers of the Temple of Tiamat. You look to the sky and you see a swirling storm and cyclone that has built since you went into the volcano. You see metallic and chromatic dragons tearing each other apart in the sky. Roars and calls and screams of battle surround you, bouncing off the walls of the volcano. I'm gonna change back into my regular form, as I say. Holy shit, you guys. 
Yeah, that about uh, that about sums it up. At least we're heading in the right direction. We've got to be, right? Yeah, I mean, if this isn't where we want to be, then I don't know where we want to be. Agreed. I mean, I don't want to be here. Oh no, that's not what I meant. To be but, clear, you know, yeah. to finish the job, we need to be here. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys, let's uh, let's finish the job. Do we see, um, like you basically described, like a, like it's a big tower, but with five towers, I think, right? Yeah. So you kind of see the peaks right now because you're kind of down in a in a collapsed portion of the volcano, so you um, you can't really see the full scope of the tower from where you are. If you so desired, you could move somewhere to do that. Uh, actually, I think we live here now, so <laughs> I think we can. See, this is, this is what I'm asking. All right, so here. you set up a homestead. And That's what I was wondering if, like, so we've kind of cleared all this rubble, we've made it through, and, like, are we on the exterior of a building, or do we, like, see paths, or, like, what is in our immediate vicinity as opposed to just, like, mm-hmm. the scale of the battle beyond? You are in a in a collapsed pit, so what you see is just d- rubble from rock and. Um, oh, we're in a hole. You're in a hole. We're, yeah, in, a we're hole, in a hole, you guys. Yeah. We have to climb our way out of this. I'm hole. trying to fancy describe this hole. No, it was too fancy. But Did, I should just say you're dude, in a hole. Don't be too fancy for us, Russ. You never need to fancy describe. I a didn't hole. get it. Fair no, for the love of God, Touché. we're like, <laughs> what kind of special area are we in? You're not, you guys. You, yeah, just, yeah. you dug yourselves into a hole. Nice job. Uh, can I carefully clamber to the top and just peer over in a sneaky way? Because don't, we don't know what's up there. Yeah. How deep is the hole we're in? The hole itself is quite large. Like, longest point, like 150 feet Widest part, almost 100 feet. Less of a hole, then, more of a crater, then? Well, yeah. It's a very large volcano. Yeah, a big old hole. I tried to fancy describe it, because it was more than a hole, but it means you just you hear that it you was You guys are in a little more than a hole. <laughs> ah, yes, I get it. You're in a collapsed crater within a volcano. When anybody would like to um, begin walking up, it would be considered difficult terrain for those that that affects. So a dexterity athletics roll. So it's obviously a fairly steep sides out. What if we used a ladder? Hmm, does anyone does anyone have a ladder? If only someone had a ladder. If only someone had a pockets. rod of lordly might. Wait a minute, guys. I uh I can help us out here with this here ladder. Flint, it's genius. I love it. Let's do it. You know, this ladder's come in real handy a bunch of times. It always makes me feel like a fucking hero to have this thing. So I press it's the so uh, big too. I press the corresponding <laughs> rod button and uh, extend it into ladder form. Do you say something like "Go go gadget ladder"? I don't believe I've ever said anything for it, but uh, uh, uh. Make ladder go now. That new intellect headband is really working right? out. It's really good. <laughs> yeah, it's bringing you all those real good words. Yep. You begin scaling up the ladder, um, and you uh, it takes a quick minute, but you get to the top of the hole that you're in, and you are now on the edge, and you look out before you, and the caldera is 
blanketed beneath bones of hundreds of dead dragons. But that is not the most arresting feature. A mind-numbing structure that you saw the peak of looks like it has pushed up beneath the tangled bones to tower above the blasted volcano. Partly volcanic ash fused with dragon bones and partly stone imbued with the dark magic of the Nine Hells itself, the Temple of Tiamat is all chaotic angles and jutting buttresses. Within that snarl of cornices and soaring angulation, you make out five asymmetric towers topped by twisting steeples, and you see landing atop those towers one of each of the different five colored chromatic dragons. Do they see us? Yeah, are these living dragons, or are they like sculptures built in at the top of the towers? Uh, no, sorry, they they are just landing. Oh, okay, uh, all right, so perfect, they, yeah. yeah. They are alive. Uh, you are kind of hidden among different bones and stones, so they have not seen you directly as of this moment. Well, I guess, yeah, dragon bones, huge. Yeah, the scale of this place is enormous. Yeah, yeah. So oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel so tiny. All we know is that this was the way to where they're doing the ceremony. Not particularly helpful now that we've arrived here, outside this fucking monstrosity. What do you want to do? Should we just try to make our way to the tower? I mean, if there's a sacrifice going on, couldn't it be there? Yep, I mean, certainly that's the direction we need to go. Sneakily. Let's, let's go in that direction. Everybody make a stealth check. Do I have to make a stealth check for my owl? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, how's, how's guacamole getting around now that um, you're out in the open? Just, like, walking just carefully. Like, just on her tippy toes real slow. Um, okay. I rolled for myself. Were you so close? <laughs> oh, so close. I rolled an eight plus one. Okay. Um, so nine. Oh, God. And guacamole got a five. Oh, plus four. So she got a nine. There we go. It would have been, would have been better. Um, th- those aren't sneaky rolls. You guys. I got a 16 with Flint. Don't walk near me. I'm super loud. Okay. Uh, I got a 12 and Donnie got a 13. You, not so quietly for the most part, are kind of climbing through these bones and around uh, large large boulders that have broken free. You are about 200 feet from the tower. So you are trying very hard to stay hidden from the chromatic dragons who seem to now be turning towards one side of the tower that is away from your direction. As you continue to get closer, you hear orders quietly being called from around the far side of the temple, the closer you get. And as these orders are being called, you see the five chromatic dragons leap up into the sky and begin circling the location. Double cheeseburger, fries, no ketchup. (laughs) Oh, it's the dragon drive-through, of course. I'm sorry, I'm stressed out right now. Yep. Um, There are so many big things. As they are soaring around, you hear another blast of the dracorn that echoes off the walls of the inside of the volcano. 
Can I use my uh, looky loo to see if I can see what they're circling with a little more clarity? Or is it blocked out by the tower? From what you can gauge by what you can hear from where the orders are coming from, it's coming around the far side of the tower itself. Okay. So if you were to see them, you would have to physically walk around. Yeah, that doesn't sound great. We should just get to where we're going then. <laughs> you kind of keep an eye on them, and they are circling, getting lower and lower to the one side of the tower. And you have made it to the side of the tower. And is there a conveniently placed door? Not at your current position. Too bad. Any windows? I mean, I've often heard that if there isn't a door, sometimes there's a window that might be sometimes open. Sometimes there's so. a window. Yeah. Very high up in the tower, there appear to be slats that could be construed as windows. Could, are they like human body size sneak through slats? It's very high up. It's hard to tell exactly how wide they are, but they would probably be very big. How, how high up is, is very high up? The tower itself is probably three to four hundred feet tall. And these windows are? Somewhere kind of mid-range there, so 100 to 150 feet. Hey, you guys want to hop on guacamole's back and fly up to one of those uh, windows? I'm a little reticent to fly up with the dragons flying around. It seems like that would make us more visible. It's a fair yeah, point. Yeah, you're yeah, you're probably right. Okay. Should we continue to walk around the side of the tower, essentially? I mean, there's got to be a way in somewhere, right? Or do dragons just fly in the top? Maybe. Oh, could be. Like a, like a helicopter pad? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, but someone has to do... The cultists got to, like, get in and out, right? I don't know a lot about, like dragon architecture. Sure. But what else are we going to do other than pick left or right and go that way? Yeah, um, so they're kind of on the other side of the tower from us, Russ, correct? Yes, that is what you are making out. Okay, so it would be like whichever way we went, it would be essentially the same distance or are we shaded to one side more than the other? Because if we go around the side that they're like furthest away from us, that gives us more time to go around without being discovered, in theory. Yeah, if you were to, say, go right, you would probably be closer than if you went left. Like, you would reach their location quicker okay. than if you went left around the building. So long way around is left. Well, my legs are tired. Let's go right ways. I came to the opposite conclusion. Me too. I was thinking, let's not go where the troops seem to be amassing. Let's go the other way around. Oh, okay. Let's go that way. Yeah, where maybe we can stay a little more hidden for a few more minutes. Mm -hmm. Yes, no, that's better. Thea doesn't strategize. <laughs> my dogs are barking, guys. Let's get right to it. <laughs> you... the, the dragons don't kill me. My feet will. Right? <laughs> These boots are murder. <laughs> You begin walking, and you hear a you hear a couple things. Above the orders, you hear screams forming. You see the dragons begin to stop circling, and they begin to soar down to the volcano floor. You also hear a loud cracking boom from off in the distance. If you look, you see clouds 
beginning to push and make way. Uh, before we walk any further, I say, um, okay, guys, so something I was just thinking, because um, you guys are so good at the strategy stuff and everything, uh, but here's something we just haven't tried before. I'm just going to throw it out there. What if from a place of hiding where I can see people, I before we, like, get into the thick of it, I can, like, hurt them with some of my ranged spells. I love it. It's a great idea. You know, could just open up maybe some moonbeam or uh, blight some bitches or something, but they won't see me or you guys, and we'll have a bit of an advantage. Yeah, I mean, like, I think that's a, that's a real good plan. I don't know why we've never thought of it before. I don't know why it took me this long <laughs> <laughs> but I, but you know what? I'm here while it, where it counts. So. I mean, I think I think where we are right now, we're kind of exposed. So mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. unless there's no other solution, that might be Plan B, and maybe finding a way in this tower stealthily might be good. Oh yeah. no, no, for sure. We still need to get in here. But I think like if we get in here and we see people before they see us, and I forget my plan, okay. I've yep, yep, told yep. you guys. Perfect. This is I got a your back, option Thea. for us. Let's go. So you're continuing along your path. And we do that real sneaky walk that they do in cartoons. Mm-hmm. Alright, so super slow. Yeah. Alright. Um, so at that pace, you're gonna be walking for kind of a long time. <laughs> well, we do it a little faster. Well, I mean okay. a little bit faster. Normal pace. Plank, 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 yes. Plank. Yep, got it. Um, okay. So you uh, continue your trek around the building. As you get closer to where you assumed the dragons landed or were circling, the screams become more intense and Dirt human louder. screams? Uh, one could presume, yep. Uh, are they screaming things or just general, like, ah, Just screams. general screams of perhaps pain and or agony. If you were to roll an insight, I'd give it to you because it'd be pretty low. Thirteen. Yep. definite Pain and or agony and or fear. I'll give you fear for that mm. one, too. Can we tell mm. which kind of direction the screams are coming from, or are they just kind of at the tower and that's all we can tell? Uh, because of the, the, the tricks, you can kind of hear them all around you, but it's also from the direction that you are walking close to where the dragons had landed. Okay. I mean, those screams sound like they could be, maybe... Sacrifices? Some, some, yeah, 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 some sacrifices. Yeah. All right. Stands to reason. So maybe we go see what we can see. And I mean, I do have that looky loo if we're still far away. You continue to walk, taking a, a glance around every corner as you go. Um, and you come to okay, well, the final final tower to walk around as you have kind of counted them out as you have been going around. And you look, who looks around the corner? Or do you kind of go three heads at a time there? <laughs> three Shotgun lowest head. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Stands to reason, so yeah. middle head? All right. I'm the tallest? You are the tallest. Comedic style, you poke your heads out and you look to see people being tossed into the air into dragon's mouths. And a group of them surrounded by the five chromatic dragons. How how big of a group are we seeing? How many people in this group? 
about. And how are they being thrown into, dra- like, the dragons are grabbing them and throwing them up and catching them up like popcorn? Oh, they're playing with them like, like orcas play with yeah. seals. Oh, that's right. just... You and I, Carla, made the same face as soon as he said that. We were both like... <laughs> yeah. So, um, no you see, uh, well, at this point, there probably looks to be about 20 people remaining. Mm-hmm. But does it seem, it doesn't sound like it seems ritualistic, but does it seem ritualistic? Or the dragons are just being, like, hungry and fucking gross? I mean, they are surrounded in a, in a specific order. I mean, in defense of the dragons, if you put a hungry tom in front of a pizza, it's going to get gross. So. <laughs> it's yeah. get gross. You could probably infer that these are the, the, the sacrifices. Okay. Well, I mean, feed people to five different dragons. In yeah, a specific it's five order. Of I guess I was like, in my mind, I was mm-hmm. picturing like priests doing ritual, like ritual murders, temple of yes. doom type stuff, as opposed yeah. to carving like, things on their bodies. Kalima, yeah, yeah, whatnot, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Five dragons eating people, like it, it all tracks. Do we know anything about this ritual? Because I Just worked that... in a library. Okay. Roll a, roll a library check. Okay, my dice is going to be... A Either Arcana Fuck off, never or mind. History. No. It's a 12. To... It's a 15. Yeah. No. <laughs> Do I know that... Here, so here's my specific piece of information I'm looking for. Okay. Do I know that the sacrifices have to be living before ingested by the dragons? I'm about to get Machiavellian on this shit. No, guys. I was thinking the same thing. Like, if we kill the people, are we helping them or are sure. we stopping um, them? Yeah, that's my question. Like, oh, yay, they're all dead. Thank you for coming in and doing that. Or because I did work in a library. Oh, She's got those library powers. Dragons are my favorite enemy. Maybe I've like, I mean, you'd think we would learn as much as there was to learn. Yeah, I have a dragonborn in my head. Maybe he knows something. Yeah. <gasps> All right, everybody, fucking roll. I'm I'm gonna okay. give you something oh, here, okay. but okay. I'm just Keep trying to think you. how to how to phrase it. Okay. From your readings and from your inner inner head and from your just general knowledge about dragons, um, they prefer to eat things alive, but the ritual itself does not necessarily dictate alive or dead. Although sacrifices generally means things have to be alive first, mm-hmm. but it does not specify. If they were to die by a third party, and then if the dragons were to eat them, there's not no no subtext or there's or no footnote anecdote. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, footnote right. there, as right. they might not have run into that yet. It will right. be in uh, version 2.0 next next millennia. Yeah. So this definitely doesn't seem just kind of like an, as animalistic as I first pictured in my head. It's more like calculated. Yeah. Guys, I was really hoping that there was going to be a way for us to not have to try and fight five dragons. Yep. Yeah. Anybody yep. coming up with anything? Because, like... Um, can we sneak by these dragons somehow that are busy eating these people? Sorry, people. But, I mean, in order for a ritual to happen, there's got to be some some magic, some magic casters somewhere. There has to be some sorcerers or wizards or somebody... At that moment, you hear the same crushing crack come from the same direction as where you saw something rolling amidst the clouds. And you turn and you see a massive ice fortress. 
it a fucking ice giant's castle? A flying ice fortress? Floating down through the clouds, and it crashes into the lip of the volcano and is basically charging across the floor of the volcano. The dragons turn to look and see this, and they throw as many people up in the air as they can and begin flying towards it. You see aboard, you see frost giants readying weapons and waiting for the iceberg to slow down. Well, hello there. Welcome to the middle part. It's us. People you were just listening to previously. Yeah, just a few seconds ago. I love that we haven't figured out, like, the proper way to get into these yet. I mean, I had it. I had it down 70 episodes. We just showed up and just flipped the table. And then I was like, hey, guys, come on in. And now it's just not there. You know what else you might have seen on our social feeds? That we got a big old invite to Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood. Um, and by we all, I mean two of us. So Amy and I are going. Sorry, yeah. Tom. Oh, it's all yeah, right. Sorry, I, uh, I would have loved to go. But as it turned out, I already had vacation plans in that exact same time period. So I'm not missing out too badly. It's, no, it's Carla's true. got that wedding she's planning. Yeah, yeah, We're the too. only ones who have enough free time. Not enough on our social platter, as it were, yep. to uh, be unavailable for this <laughs> event. So, But what is this event? This event is D&D Live 2019 The Descent. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're going to Hollywood, and we got invited by Wizards of the Coast to go play their new module with a whole bunch of other great podcasters, um, including the Broadswords and Venture Maidens, and taking initiative and drunks and dragons as a whole oh, list so many, so many people. people so awesome so awesome so it's much more be... awesome than us i can't <laughs> wait to surround myself in all that awesomeness you know what i was listening to drunks and dragons today they don't listen to us so they'll never know they they were talking about how they're very nervous about the live shows so you know we're nervous about them too so we're just we're just all nervous. Speak for yourself. I was on stage like eh. the other day and I'm like, yes, I need a crowd of people clapping in my life. Well, Amy, I feel like if you could roll uh, for some sort of performance check while you're playing and bring your tap shoes with you, I feel like that would really like really seal the deal for whatever you were trying to do in that game. Just build it into your character. They haven't announced how they're doing characters, but I mean, you just put a little note. Also does tap dancing. Perfect. Yeah. You're a bard who I'm tap a bard dances. Who tap dances. That's your instrument. And it's my instrument. <gasps> Happy guys. feet, motherfuckers. Happy feet. You're a penguin bard sorry, who dances. Sorry, wizards, we won't swear, we promise. Yeah. Oh, right. Yes. Yeah, gonna have to probably keep it clean. It's family event or something. Oh, we really shouldn't know. have sent Amy then. Right? Oh, God, sorry. Anyways, that's in May. Uh, the 17th, 18th, and 19th, if you're going to be in the Los Angeles slash Hollywood area, or you live there, or you're near there, you should come see us and hang out with us and and, and all that great stuff, because it's going to be an amazing event, and tickets are on sale soon, if not already, so check out the website that's linked in the description. Now, we're going to talk about something different. Now for something completely different. If you're liking what we're doing, and you're, you know, maybe you see us in, in Los Angeles and you really like what really like what we've got going on, maybe you visit us on Patreon, patreon.com slash dumbdragoncast, 
where you can join the sweet community and get some sweet bonus rewards for supporting us. Like a game that Tom runs, a side-scroller. Mm-hmm. So awesome. Russ plays a kitty cat. Yeah, he does. Yeah, I do. A chatty cat. He. Hmm. That's <laughs> that <one's cute. laughs> um, There's yeah. also other things. If you don't want to hear Russ be a chatty cat. Final thanks to Sirenscape for some of the amazing atmosphere in today's episode. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com to bring your games to life. And the next episode, it'll be out next Wednesday, April 17th. So let's get back to it. We're getting close to that, to that Tiamat. Getting close. Nearing the end. And close to my birthday. Oh, fun. Little teaser for next week. (laughs) Have a great week. We'll talk soon. All right, so they're all distracted. Uh, it appears to be at the moment, yes. And some sacrifices have been left in the middle? Um, not many, because there was some talk about things. Well, yeah, they threw yeah. things. Yeah. But yeah, I there's, assume there's they like... threw as many as they could up into the air and then caught and ate them? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I just imagine them being nope. like, whoop, 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 yeah. I've seen a few. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there appears to be three to five people still left running now running where away from the tower i would say anywhere at this point is probably better well no i know but if there was like an entrance or something from where they were brought into it i'm assuming they didn't they weren't brought through a hole that they had to take boulders apart and then crawl themselves (laughs) out of a crater and then around that's how that's how everyone gets in here amy (laughs) i don't think it is uh then maybe we could maybe going in that direction we might find some people to kill. I don't want to fight dragons, you guys. We're fucking die. Yes. You continue to see the people running across the volcano, and from around the tower, you see blasts of energy following behind them. Striking one of them in the back as he falls to the ground. I mean, now is probably a good time to get on guacamole and ride up somewhere. Well, if I follow that blast of energy? Like, can well, I mean, did we see window. a muzzle flare? Like, did we know where it came from? Didn't appear to be a, a dragon blast, more a magical spell right. cast. I think I could tell that as a spell cast. Yeah, yeah no, that's, like, what that I'm, that's what I'm yeah. wondering. So we didn't see where it came from. Yeah, no, it came out from further around the tower where you, you could not see specifically who or what cast it. Well, I mean, uh, let's go fucking see. The dragons are as distracted as they're going to get, yeah, right? I'm yeah, more... I guess so. You continue to walk around, and two more blasts go out, hitting two more of the Okay, now we run people. around. You run around, and you see a massive lit entrance to the Temple of Tiamat. And standing at the gate, I'm assuming you're peeking around peeking. rather than just Absolutely. bolting around the Always corner. Always peeking. Um... You see three red-robed wizards standing at the gate. Guys, guys, I'm going to use a spell. I'm doing, like, mad hand gestures. One of them casts more spells than fires them out at the remaining people, and two of them begin to turn and walk back into the temple. I'm going to cast stone skin upon myself. Before they exited, I was hoping to hit them all with Eldritch Blast. You can most certainly give it a go. Guys, guys, I'm gonna, I'm gonna blast them. And so, 
one one per each. Okay. I just feel like I had already rolled that, and it was an 18, and for some reason I just decided to roll again. Well, you got to roll it three times. Okay. Three times, so. Well, this one's a 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This one's a 26. There we go. And this one's a 26. Um, I've peeked around the corner, and I've, I've right. essentially just, like, put my fingers at, like, a um, type of motion. Thea makes weird cat noises and throws Eldritch Blasts out. The one red wizard who is looking towards you, he sees them coming, and he deflects the one that is going to hit him. The other two hit the backs of the other two red wizards, and they take... Eight and seven. They are struck by these... They let out a cry of pain, turn to look, and the other red wizard yells to them to get back inside. They run and begin closing the door as the red wizard turns and continues to run. Roll for initiative. Guys, I think we're heading inside. I got a 12. I got a 16. I got an 11. The two wizards who uh, were running for the door and beginning to close it, it is their turn, and they continue to push the large, heavy doors closed. Now it is Flint's turn. You are a fair distance from anybody uh, in terms of travel distance. 75 to 100 feet from the door. Please. All right. Um, Can I dash on closer to the door as best I can? Mm-hmm. So if you dash, you're going to move double your speed. Yeah. So that'll get me uh, roughly 50 feet away from the door. Okay. And can I see either one of the red wizards that are attempting to close the door? Like, are they visible at all? Uh, no. They would be more behind the doors, pushing them closed. I know previously, Russ, that you've been... Um, in control of when Bort takes over for me. Mm-hmm. Is there a way that I can uh, trigger that if I needed to? We've never done that before, so we're setting new ground right now. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm going to say, yes, we can try it. Your new roll DC that you've been rolling has been 12. Okay. So if you roll under 12, you become Bort. If you roll over 12, you remain Flint. Okay. So, Give me a little uh, narrative of Flint Bort in the talk to transition and see what happens here. Yeah, as uh, as Flint's Flint's running towards that door, he knows Bort's got some skills, so he uh, has a little thought bubble above his head. <laughs> so, Bort, you uh, you ready to take over here for a second? I I got an idea. Um, uh, what do you have? What do you have in mind? Well, you got that uh, that skill where you can kind of almost almost disappear, if I remember correctly. You take that step into the ethereal. Yeah, yeah. You think that's going to be helpful right now? Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm thinking we're going to need uh, a little fun voodoo to take care of these guys. So I'm going to roll. Okay, I rolled a nat twenty, so I guess I stay as Flint. <laughs> you are Flint. Oh. Yeah. Poor time like. to roll a nat twenty. 
a yeah. super confident version of yourself. I guess. Like a no, no, buddy, you're right. I got this. I guess. Uh, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw my dwarven thrower at the red wizard that's still outside the doors. Sure. Because uh, he's running back to enough. you, so you got advantage on this roll. Okay. Uh, well, the first one's an 18, but you never know. I might get that crit again. Rolled it under my computer. No. So, uh, okay, so the first one is a 28. Uh, yeah. yeah <laughs> you mean yeah. that almost 30? Don't want to assume. Yeah. I got to make sure. That's fair. We're so fucked if that didn't hit. Right? Right? Uh, so that's 10 damage. I'm, I'm assuming Flint is, like, talking out loud. Oh, yeah, no, he's or, just yeah, a straight-up okay. crazy person. No, that's that's good. That's good. That's good stuff. Uh, so you two, you see, you see Flint, like, book it. Like, he's running like there's no tomorrow. And you hear him grumbling as he's running away. He And then he stops, and he has a bit of a confused, like, that should have worked better. And then he throws his hammer and hits the red wizard in the back. And it recoils and comes back to him as the red wizard is propelled forward closer to the door. He's now about 25 feet from the door. <clears throat> Should have tried to take out his feet. Sorry, guys. It is uh, the remaining red wizard's turn, and he runs through the doors as they slam shut. And you hear yelling. Well, mo- probably mostly Flint, because you're closer. You hear yelling from inside. What was a fairly bright light coming through some of the windows, it gets brighter. And the dragons in the air and off in the distance, they were incredibly loud. Some of the music in today's episode is by Kevin McLeod of incompetech.filmmusic.io and Scott Buckley at scottbuckley.com.au. Sound effects can be found at boomlibrary.com and at sirenscape.com. Is she chewing on a plastic bag? I don't know. Paisley, are you chewing on a plastic bag? She didn't answer. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to our <laughs> new podcast, Is Paisley Chewing on a Plastic Bag? My rolls are Oh, great. she just vomited. Mother... Okay, please, don't eat it, don't eat it, don't eat it, don't eat it, don't eat it. Don't eat it. Don't I eat just it. put my foot in it. Don't eat it. Hey, other things you put your I'm foot stopping in. Oh the Patreon recording. Hold it's on. The we'll be that back, we're putting patrons. Our feet in. Oh, my God. Um, Paisley, how, why, how, why? Oh, why? Come here. Come here. Come here. I can't believe something else happened with the foot getting put in something. I know, it's amazing. We, like, teed it up I know. so well. <laughs> Oh, poor Russ. It's horrible. That's worse than water. Yep. That is 100% worse than water. Worse. I guess I do both voices, don't I? (laughs) All right. I'm just going to talk to myself here for a sec. Hang on. Welcome to the club. (laughs) Dungeons and Dragons is a Dumb Dragons production. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. The influence of Freemasonry is undeniable. But who are these mysterious apron-wearing craftsmen, and what are they up to? For centuries, hater-ass conspiracy theorists have attempted to answer these questions. Two Flat Earthers Kidnap a Freemason, starring Zing Schacht as Randy Dunning. 
Lauren Grace Thompson as Gail Kruger, and Matthew Woodcock as Walter Clay. I just want to go on the record right now and say that I, Randy Dunning, am 100% anti-gravity. Like, subscribe, and share your way to the truth when two flat earthers kidnap a Freemason.